Hey, what's going on everybody out there? This is Jeff for the Hooniverse Podcast, uh, and I'm on the road, so this is a solo mission podcast, and if it sounds a little weird, I'm recording it directly into my laptop, so I hope the audio is good. It seems like it's good enough, so we're just going to go with it. Uh, I am in Aspen, Colorado, and I just got done, well, yesterday I drove both the new XE sedan and the F-Pace SUV crossover. Um, we started the day in the XE and it was all right. The first one we drove was the, the 35T in R Sport trim. So that has a supercharged 340 horsepower V6. We drove an all wheel drive one. There was something that felt a little off about the steering. I think the added heft of the all wheel drive system, it just didn't add up to a, as good of a driving experience as I expected. I had high hopes. Everything else about the car was great. The interior was wonderful. The available tech was pretty awesome. Uh, the uh, And the looks, I think it looks great from the front and the front three-quarter. The rear is kind of boring, but it, it has that Jaguarness that is appealing about the brand. Um, later in the day, though, we or later in the morning, we swapped into the two-liter turbo four-cylinder diesel which is about 185 horsepower and 318 pound-feet of torque. They all, they all have ZF 8-speed gearboxes. This one was rear-wheel drive, and this one felt much better, closer to what I was hoping for. Um, the diesel can be a little, as expected, sluggish off the line, but you put it into dynamic mode, give it a go. The steering felt better. I enjoyed that one so much more. So I really now want to try, because they didn't have it available, the 340-horsepower gas drinker, with rear-wheel drive and see if that helps the steering issues I felt in the all-wheel drive version. Now, the car that surprised me the most was the F-Pace. I went in with low expectations and I came out loving it. That thing is fantastic. Uh, I spent the day driving the 380-horsepower S-version. It's a supercharged 3-liter V6. So the 340-horsepower the, the V6 in the XE sedan didn't really make a lot of noise, which was a shame because the, the V6 F-Type makes tons of noise. And there's no optional dynamic exhaust for the XE, which is a shame. Now, in the F-Pace, the 340 horsepower, that one did make noise. It wasn't, it wasn't F-Type noise, but it was some of the noise I would have hoped that the XE had. And it was very nice to see that. It sounded great. The steering in it was excellent. Uh, the all-wheel drive system worked well. It's that intelligent all-wheel drive system with the rear bias. The, that same ZF8 speed was in there, so the gearbox was good. The level of tech was great. They have these really cool new um, center touchscreens that are 12 inches wide, and they can do uh, the full nav. Or Jaguar is using a TFT screen in the gauge cluster, and you can put the navigation in there, similar to what Audi does. Uh, which I think is a nice feature. There's heads-up displays available. The seats are comfortable. I think the Jaguar looks absolutely fantastic. They had a couple really nice colors. There was a a black one with black wheels. It just it looks so good. And then there was a British racing green one with black wheels and black trim that looked absolutely excellent. Um, so the F-Pace was shockingly good, and the XE was maybe not as good as I'd hoped, which is a bit of a disappointment. I need to, like I said, I want to drive that rear-wheel drive one of the Supercharged 6, and the diesel one I did enjoy. But uh, the F-Pace, if you're shopping for, say, a Range Rover Sport, I, I think you'd have to consider the Jag over it because you could save money and get a fantastic car. You're losing a little bit of room, but, I mean, if you're buying the Range Rover Sport, I don't think you care that much about room anyway. The 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 F pace is awesome. The name is kind of silly, but the um, like P face. The it, 
but you know, whatever. It, it was it was pretty darn awesome. Uh, and then Aspen is lovely. This this is such an amazing part of the country. Uh, and I was going to record a podcast last night, but I decided I decided I was tired and I didn't want to do that. So sorry to disappoint those of you who like when I do podcasts when I'm drunk. That didn't happen. We went out to the Hotel Jerome, <clears throat> to the J Bar, which is where Hunter S. Thompson used to drink. It was my second time there. Was, I mean, it's it's a just a hotel bar, but it's just kind of cool that that's where Hunter S. Thompson used to hang out and drink. So there's that novelty of it, which is fun. Uh, and then we came back, and then now today I'm sitting in my hotel room before I head back to the airport, and then I have to actually go to Phoenix. Uh, I'm not done traveling this week. I'm going to Phoenix to experience hot weather testing on the uh on i don't know if i'm allowed to say the vehicle or not i think i am because it's out um if not i'll get in trouble for it but whatever uh, i'm going to phoenix to experience hot weather testing on the aston martin db11 so that'll be really cool I'm, I'm dying to see this car anyway you all know i'm a big aston fan and this new one should be it looks fantastic it looks like the interior technology is finally where it should be for a brand like aston coffee sip <clears throat> So, and it's always interesting to get to experience some of the, the testing that an automaker does. Now, I'm not excited that it's hot weather testing because Phoenix is, um, no offense to you Phoenicians, uh, I, it's hot as hell there. And I'm not used to it. I think the forecast for the three days I'm there is like 106, 107, 108. And that's terrible. There's a reason I live near the coast. It's because I can't handle that Phoenix bullshit. But whatever. It'll be fun. I'm not complaining that I'm going there. The bigger travel comes the following week. Uh, next, I think I leave Wednesday night. Next Wednesday night, I, um, I'm going to England. I'm going to the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Yes, I can't believe it either. This is a definitely a bucket list trip. Uh, I've managed to check off a few bucket list trips over the last two years uh, with Nürburgring 24, the Isle of Man, and now Goodwood Festival Speed, which is high up on the list. I'm super excited. I'm going with Subaru, and they I believe they're bringing that Isle of Man TT car that Mark Higgins just drove to set the blistering time around the island. I think we're going to get to ride along in it up the hill. Um, but regardless, all the crazy cars that are there, the crazy people, this should be one hell of an experience, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to try to record a podcast while I'm over there as well. So stay tuned for that one. Um, now, on the on what I've been driving lately, I just had my hands on the Audi S the Audi S8 Plus. I forget if it's Performance or Plus, whatever. It's the super duper 605 horsepower one, and it was so awesome. If you're listening to this, I hope you watched Jason Connor's video when he took the RS7 to shift sector because that was a great video, and you saw how amazing that car is. This has the same engine as that. This particular S8 was wearing this great matte silver paint with satin black um, trim bits on the outside. It just looked really, really good. Uh, and I really enjoyed that car. It was, it's like, it's crazy to be in a car that big. It weighs 4,700 pounds. It's crazy to be in a car that big, but you're out on the road and you know that you, you can beat so 90% of the cars out there, you're faster than them. It's crazy how fast that car is. Audi quotes a 0 to 60 time of 3.7, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was, you know, 3.5 or something like that. It's just so fast off the line, it's crazy. Now, the weird thing is, though, on the inside, you can tell it's it's dated. The A8 S8 is seriously due for an update, especially if after spending time in the new A4, which is 
really good. The new TT, which I loved, and the Q7, which is excellent. Their interiors are so much nicer than, well, the seats in the, in the S8 are still excellent, but the general, like, tech bits, you can tell that the S8 is lagging behind. And it's weird that Audi would update other vehicles before really giving the A8 S8 some of that love. But, you know, I guess it's kind of cool that they're getting the tech out to the masses and that it filters up. Usually it's the other way around. Like with Mercedes, when they do something innovative with their S-Class, you know, that tech starts there and then a few years later finds its way down maybe into the C-Class. Regardless, the driving experience of the S8 was just absolutely amazing. I loved every second of that car. <clears throat> um, on, in Hoontruck news, uh, I fixed the throttle cable issue that I was having. The old throttle cable was the braided steel line and the, the, the ferrule, or however you pronounce it, on the end had come off and it was starting to fray. I had like maybe one-fifth of the throttle, the pedal travel I was supposed to have. So I basically wasn't getting full throttle. Um, I, it was actually really good for the fuel economy of the truck, but it wasn't good for the fun. So with the help of Rick Radcliffe and his buddy Mark, they came over and we installed a new, um, a new throttle cable from Lockar Performance that I bought from Summit. And it, lo it looks nicer than the old ratty throttle cable was in there. But now I have full throttle. The, the pedal feel and pedal travel, it's, it's so much better. Um, but it's crazy to have the engine with full throttle. It's, it's like a different truck. It's so awesome. Um, it, it's sucking down fuel far faster because I'm driving it you know, I'm really dipping into the throttle. Um, and then also it's, it's blowing smoke again where it wasn't really doing it before, but that's because I wasn't getting the throttle. But now I, I know I need to do the valve seals. The, the, the smoke is back. So I was going to do it anyway, but now I should, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to speed up that process. I'm, I'm talking to some folks too about doing uh, we're going to probably work with MagnaFlow to do uh, an exhaust system for it. And uh, Headman is going to supply some headers. And then I think I'm going to source a cam from someone. But the reason I want to change the exhaust on it is it has glass packs on it right now. And some people like that sound and it's cool and it, you know, it's street rotty. I don't know. For some reason, I don't love the, the whole glass pack sound. So I'm going to work with MagnaFlow. And I guess they can tune the exhaust to how I want it by putting baffles in or taking baffles out. So I want more of like a throaty muscle car and not like a, a raspy, warbly glass packy sound. When I think glass packs, I think of like lead sleds and stuff like that, which are cool. It's just not the sound I want for my truck. So we're going to, we're going to switch that up. Um, we're not going to touch that though until probably after July because MagnaFlow is moving into some new headquarters. Um, but I'm excited to do that. Uh, the truck still is, we're waiting to set the time for it to get into the, the shop with Clarion. Um, just, they've been busy. I've been busy. But we keep talking about it, so it'll be in there for an audio system soon. But other than that, it's running strongly, and it's been fun to drive. Um, even when I had that Audi S8 in my driveway for errands around town, I still took the truck just because I love driving that damn thing. Um, so that's been good. Uh, I'm going to have a slew of Volvos coming in the next few weeks, which I'm actually really excited about ever since I drove the XC90. One of them is an S60 Polestar, so that will be awesome. The other one is the V60 Cross Country. Uh, and I'm curious about that. You know, it's basically like a lifted wagon, and that sounds cool. What I really, 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 really can't wait to drive, though, once it's in the fleet, is that V90. Because that is, if you're a wagon fan, that is like hot sex in automotive form. That thing looks so damn good. Can't wait to drive that. Um, very much looking forward to that. So that'll be that. Um,
But yeah, I just wanted to make sure I got a podcast out. I know this one's super short, but I didn't want to leave you guys hanging. I wanted to give you something, an update, uh, uh, you know, just a quick one. I'm doing this in my hotel room uh, before I get ready to go to the airport. Um, the week's just been hectic. I haven't traveled in a while, so I'm off my game here a little bit. Um, but we'll get back to you with a better one from Goodwood Festival Speed. We're going to have a race recap coming up with Duncan. I know we owe you one of those, but he's been busy with family stuff. Um, so those have been tough to schedule, but we, we have so much racing to recap now because we're so far behind. But if we do one after Le Mans, that'll probably be good timing as well. Um, so there's more coming. There's good episodes. Thank you for hanging in there while you know I miss a week. And uh, then this short one, apologize for that. But we got good stuff coming up, I promise. And uh, with that, I will talk to you all later. Hit me up on Twitter if you want, at Jay Glucker. Follow me on Instagram, at Hooniverse Jeff. We're almost at tw- we're so close to 25,000 on our YouTube channel. Go there, help us get the word of our videos out. And then just go to Hooniverse.com and read our stuff. And with that, I'll talk to you all later. Peace.